Hello and welcome to the Wonky Gamer Podcast, episode 21, Grand Theft Andromeda. I'm Steph, and here it's Ferg. Hello there. Rame. Hello. And Mr. Dead Reckoning. Evening. Excellent. So this week we're talking about the gaming news. It's been a bit of a slow week. Uh, but it's, well, a couple of weeks, but um, there's a couple of things that kind of piqued our interest. Um, neon-coloured Nintendo Switches are available. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> if I had the money, I'd have one. For launch day, this is. It might be easier for like parents to find when the kids have accidentally kicked them under the sofa. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. Okay. Rather than the grey ones. No one wants a grey controller. That, that will be immediately hidden by. Yeah, pretty much. They should put like a find your controller thing like on an iPhone. I just have this weird idea that maybe one day someone's gonna be so annoyed with it they're gonna use it as a way to like exercise their dog, they're gonna throw it across the field and the dog's gonna have to go and get it. Get it in the soggy wet shop to bring it back to the owner so they can try and play it then. Might make it better. Indeed. You're not gripped at all with the Switch, no. then. I, I, every time I look at the Switch, I'm just looking at something that looks like an expensive, very in, uh, uninsurable bag of cack. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out what... I really like the idea of it. I don't know, like, I don't really... I mean, I understand, like, yeah, it would be cool to play Skyrim on a long car journey that I might do once a year, but... I <laughs> I don't know. Realistically. Yeah, I just don't like. As long as you're not driving. Exactly. I don't. But again, I just I don't I don't understand. Like per personally, like if I was Nintendo, I know you guys are probably gonna disagree. But if I was Nintendo and I had third parties, I'd probably be trying to get them to show something new. Like, I'm sorry, but Skyrim has been out for five or seven years or something now. Is it? I don't even know how long. But like a long time. It's been a while. I know, like... <laughs> Probably. Probably the 32. I mean... But why? Processing power on it would be fantastic. But I think the thing is, like, it's just come out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox, and it's free for PC users. I mean, how many more people are interested in playing and buying Skyrim? Haven't hasn't everyone already got it twice now? Not only have they got it, they've also got the 64-bit, which is just beautiful. I know there's been a bit of a um and an hour over whether or not Skyrim's resolution pack thing was a good idea. I think it's fantastic because now the modders are taking onto it and there's like armies of dragons flying around and shit going down. I love yeah. that. I mean, I mean, fireballs look so much better. But Skyrim for me really isn't a reason to buy a Switch. No. No. It adds nothing to it. Plus, on top of that, what kind of frame rate... Uh, are you expecting on a Switch? 
I mean, how capped is that going to be? I'm assuming 30, but that's me being cynical. But I don't, I don't think that's cynical. I think that's absolutely realistic. But also, I don't really notice the difference between 30 and 60. I do kind of no. think you go into a realm of being a bit of a knob if you get upset about it. I don't know. Like I, 30 and 60. I, I do kind of notice the difference, but that's because I'm used to playing something on a really nice video card because I notice the difference from Xbox 360 deal, to my PC and I'm like going, oh God. Oh, I want to hug this tree. It looks so pretty. I I, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, notice, I don't. So. I, I kind of think it's a bit more of a kind of niche elite gamer thing. I don't know. Like... Uh, maybe I'm not spoiled yet. No, but I have yeah, a pretty nice PC spoiling. now. And, like, I don't know, man. Like, I played some stuff with 60. Yeah, it's, like, it's cool. But I don't... I think there's... I think graphics look better because... There's like you've got it on ultra settings. There's a lot more stuff going on, like and te better textures or whatever. Like I don't really think the frame rate changes the experience that much. It's just how many frames you see a second. Yeah, I mean, well, I can yeah. only see 24. I think a second. So I'm not really sure how good it is. Yeah. Really don't make any difference. <laughs> Speaking of Minecraft. Minecraft's got a new update, right? Segway. Damn right. A normal block. All right. Because cool. um, I mean, the darndest thing is, I, I haven't played Minecraft since uh, 1.9, I think it was. I haven't played it for oh, ages. It? It, it, I haven't played it for ages because sadly I used to play with a with, with a wonderful chap by the name of Tim Stamps, and sadly he passed away way before his due time. And uh, we kind of split up a lot of us just cause, but. There's a part of me that still wants to go back to Minecraft now that so much has been done to it. I think it's uh, Minecraft as well. It's, it's always going to be popular. Like kids, yeah, are always going to hop onto Minecraft at the age of, you know, yeah. nine, ten. Maybe. My two still love it. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a lovely game, and it's always going to have an audience. Like I don't. Yeah. It's one of those games that just... They're all about the creation mode and yeah. building these epic things, though, and just from placing blocks and them looking really pretty. I mean, I think everyone's probably enjoyed Minecraft at some point. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing with the um, structure blocks in the game where it's basically a block that will save a 32 by 32 by 32 block area mm. into a, a file that you can, it's saved on in the world file. Oh. And then you can place oh. a load block version of the same block, and then effectively load that thing wherever you like. And I'm working on at the moment. It's a bit of the personal challenge is to build a micro base inside that space. Ah. Oh. 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 
that you can then just install. <laughs> uh, I think that's the thing I like about see, this Typescape. It's, it's the great thing about Kerbal Space Program as well. Is it's kind of you you set your own challenges, and that's the really cool thing about it. You create your own story and enjoyment. So it's all about your mind, really. Yeah. You see, I, I I like a bit more structure. I think the the versions of Minecraft that I was really interested in was stuff like Agrarian Skies, where it's like a almost like a quest map and you get very little to start off with it's a sky block map so you're up in the air and then everything you've got to kind of grind out and keep building your base and doing the quests and unlocking more stuff to yeah. do which it it's it includes loads of mods and it it teaches you all those mods by you having to grind through them and that I like like the idea of and I think that'd be awesome fun uh, all four of us trying to beat the map, as it were. I'd give that a shot. I that would be. I'd probably troll the shit out of you, but yeah, I'd definitely be up for it. Yeah. I'm I'm horrible <laughs> at Minecraft. People don't like me after a couple of hours. <laughs> what do you mean after a couple of hours? <laughs> you start trolling people. It's like, yeah, let's find a way to cut out the ground underneath them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's put let's yeah. put a nice stream right into their base. <laughs> Speaking about cutting the ground out and uh, uh, out from underneath people, Pokebank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Little digital prison. Oh, that's cool. All right. Right. Yeah, you see, you completely lost. All of that made no sense. What? I think it's to do with, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All Pokemon have a number, basically. You hate film. Like, like, like Jews in the concentration camp, basically. They better like their pets <laughs> okay. more than they like their pets. That silence is awful. Holy shit. <laughs> it's, uh, that was a joke, by the way, anyone listening? Probably shouldn't make a joke number about two the work stuff. for. I'm just trying to <laughs> help folks. Oh. Saying nothing. <laughs> Torturers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Moving on. on. Yeah, quick. <laughs> before I say something really inappropriate. Hey, I am actually Jewish. So, well, part Jewish. We think. Anyway, GTA 4. Moving on quickly. <laughs> GTA 4 uh, is now backwards compatible. Yeah. Personally, I don't really give a shit about is that this. The one... but everyone's like shitting the bed, going, "Oh, I can play GTA 4." So is isn't that the one no one wanted to play because it kind of had all the dull characters and yeah. just wasn't gripping at all. I mean, I thought it was alright, but I think the thing people felt salty about... Some people got salty about it because they couldn't relate to character. I didn't... I, I quite right. like the character, but the the problem with it was, was most GTA games, you kind of build up your empire, you become, like, total 
like crazy badass. Yeah, badass. And in GTA 4, it's kind of like, meh, you kind of suck at the beginning, you kind of suck at the end, you don't really get that far up the ladder, and it all goes to shit anyway. Like, uh, and none of it matters. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is it GTA 4 that you end up spending the majority of the first part of the game having to run around doing, like, taking your, your, your mentalist brother to, like, dates and dinner parties and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a reason why I just, that was within, I, I got hold of the yeah. game because I was actually having to review it for somebody else, and I got about two hours into the game and I was so fed up so with like, all the characters. Nah, this is crap. You're all crap, you're all idiots. Oh, oh, to get your money back. Yeah, you could do that in the in GTA 3. Yeah, I could have sworn yeah, you could do that in, could. in yeah. GTA 3 as well. Did you never try yeah. doing it, dude? Don't to be fair. What, you mean you... <laughs> you are. Wasn't GTA 3 the one with all the uh, 80s? No, 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 no. No, no, that was ex kind of a, a, a sequel to it. GTA 3 was the one in Liberty City, but you could still pick up a prostitute in that, in your car. And... And did. then beat her up and get your money back. She, your money went down, yeah, but your yeah. life went up. Not that me and Rami have tried. And then you could beat her really up and get your money back. Like, never happened. Of course, you gotta try it. You see, that's that's the that's one of the many reasons why I can't be bothered with GTA. Plus, on top of that, I was always more of a. Um, uh, Saints Row fan because it was so much more irreverent. Is this on? Uh... Any, any... Yeah, just crazy. Is this on yeah. Xbox, well, it... by the way? Is is this on Xbox, by the way? Ah, cool. <laughs> so what? If you put in your disc, you can play it. Now. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that, that that is one thing that the, is really cool. Oh, so do the three sixty discs that have been backwards compatible work in the machine? Yeah. Oh, I hadn't. I actually hadn't realised that. I just thought if you own them digitally, no. they'd get moved across. I'd never realised that. That's cool. That's pretty cool. If you go to Xboxlive.com, there is a list of even backwards compatible So. So they're making more than backwards compatible. Because they're digital. Yeah. Ah, right, I thought See, that is when they made something backwards compatible, it was just the digital copy. I didn't realise all my discs would still work. So why... Yeah, loads. Yeah, there's loads, isn't there? I'm bound to have some. You see, that is that is a selling point to Xbox One. I'll give you that. Uh, that yeah. Cool. My, my one query is, couldn't they have just done this like when they released Xbox One? <laughs> it's well, like, why have we had to wait all this time just for some backward compatible games that, quite frankly, are any of us really going to go back towards those games? Now that we've got the next generation console with all the good shit that's coming out for it. I don't know, man. I've, I bought Final Fantasy VII on every single PlayStation since PlayStation 1 and played it on every single one. Yeah, but you're sort of pathological <laughs> about that shit, mate. 
I, um, <laughs> yeah, you, you've, you've definitely got issues there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, no, don't get me wrong. I, I totally understand that if you really enjoy a perfectly good game and you do get enjoyment from going back over it, then yeah, sure, do that. But there is an awful lot of games that are being re-released and we're kind of like going, ooh, it's been re-released. But you yeah, know what? Yeah, but I've already played it. Yeah, and if I've already completed it, I don't feel like doing that again. I want to go back to... I, I want to see what's coming next. I don't need yeah. to go retro. And, if I'm going to go also, retro, there's pixelated games that are about as much fun as being slapped in the tits. No, but also, like, some games, like... For me, there's only a few games, like, that I really would like to replay that, that I'd love to see, re like, remastered or, like, remade. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is obviously one of them. But, um, like, it's not that often. It's a bit like when the Bioshock stuff came out and Dead was really happy about it. It's because he likes, he loves those games. He wants to play them again. Whereas for me, I was kind of like, nah, I'm not that interested in playing Bioshock again because I, I enjoyed it, but it's not something I'd want to go back to. But they are... It's, I only think it's worth doing if you've got a big enough group of people that really want to really want to go back to that. I mean, I suppose GTA 4 is something that maybe a lot of people enjoyed. So Might have done as a single-player game, and you want yeah. to oust all your other friends. Speaking of games that you can actually go and have a bit of a laugh with your other friends, you know, the people you actually get along with as opposed to the ones who you locked away from your basement, there is going to be the Star Trek Bridge Crew um, going VR. From May the thirtieth. It does look cool. Which, I'll give you that. No, all we need is a bunch of VR. Yeah, like, all of us yeah. with VR to play something that, quite frankly, uh, Artemis Bridge Commander series uh, game, uh, as uh, the Bridge Simulator game, is actually already kind of done and done very well. But it's Star Trek, so yeah, so, I, I'd I'd love to point. do Star Trek. Important point, audience. If you want to see us play Star Trek Bridge Crew VR. Be happy to donate £1,500. That'd be awesome. Each. Each. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the set No, no, no. But it, no. It, it's about... What, no, but I want a thousand something quid. It's, it's something <laughs> like... strange and I don't have to pay back. So is it four to £600 for a VR headset? Something like that. It's, it's a yeah, lot, something like that. It's lots. And a PS4. Fuck that noise. 700. Isn't it coming out on PC as well? Is it not coming out on PC? It should be. I would have thought it is. So you just need an Oculus Rift or a Vive, which, uh, whichever one's announced with loads. I don't know. Yeah. All, all the monies. Four. Yeah, it's all the money. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it turns out that this is one of those games that's going to be... Oh, it is you know, coming out. ...comes a little timeless, and it is a Star Trek title, so theoretically, it, it should it should do quite well, but I suspect it might be one of those games that when VR becomes more popular on the market, then maybe people will go back to play it with friends, but as it currently stands, it's... It feels think, a little yeah. kind of premature to be releasing a VR co-op game when one of your friends may have purchased VR. And, yeah. No one else. Yeah, you, you've <laughs> got one, maybe two people of 
of considerable wealth that are already getting into that. Then well done, congratulations. Oh, in the meantime, you'll understand why I might take a step back and go, what a pipe dream that will be. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll... I'll wait till we'll, we'll they release the Shades up, version. I'll, I'll tell you what will cheer you guys up. On the bright side, you don't have to download Uplay. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't play it. You have to have a new play account to actually play it on PC. The oh, I've already well, got one. Same actually. Yeah, snap. Yeah, you kind of need one if you if, if you've played a Ubisoft game, you need yeah, one. You yeah. Do. I don't actually mind you play. I know there's a, probably a few people out it's there that are going to be like going, "You do? Why would you give a shit about that?" And think, "Well, you know what? It doesn't really matter." It gives you free stuff. Yeah, oh, Ubisoft. just for playing the games. Actually, can I segue this into a little additional thing we didn't discuss? Because I am, I, I am think folks going to get pissed off by me saying this, but I think it's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to see your reaction, folk. Um, Go on. Right. Speaking of kind of clients like that, like Uplay and Steam and that kind of thing. Just get ready for like some major anger. But um, I've been trying to play Mass Effect 3 recently. Logged on to Origin. Um, and oh yeah. I'll be honest. They have something called EA Access, which gives you access to like a group of games. Um, it's three ninety nine a month, and there's some pretty good stuff on there. Like, there's some really good games on there um, that you can you can play. Like. Well, I'll just find out. But off the top of my head, there's uh, Need for Speed. There's okay. All the Mass Effect games. Yeah. There is. Oh, it's called Origin Access. Um. So here we go. Star Wars Battlefront Unravel. Mirror's Edge, uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, all of Mass Effect, Plants vs Zombies, FIFA 16, Battlefield 4, Need for Speed Deluxe Edition, which is the newer version, Crisis 3, Battlefield Hardline, Titanfall Deluxe Edition, Dragon Age Inquisition, Torchlight 2, Battlefield 3, This War of Mine, SimCity Gold Edition. There's like shitload of stuff. Need for Speed Rivals, Dead Space 3, all the Dead Space stuff, Dragon Age Origins. Meh. Like. Some of that sounds good. I mean, there are some titles amongst there that I like. I mean, for instance, Need, Need for Speed. I mean, it's, it's by Criterion, as far as I'm concerned. Criterion, please, 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 Criterion. Let's have another Burnout game, because the last one, Burnout Paradise, I'm still sinking hours into, because I still love it. But... Need for Speed, kind like the whole criterion. Need well, come on, it, it kind of it, it sort of died the death the moment they released that fucking awful movie with Aaron Paul in it. I, just, I was watching that film, kind of hoping for just fast cars, lots of fun, and not necessarily needing a popular plot. But by the end of it, I was just smacking my head off the side of the table, going, "Why the fuck is this film so shit?" Well, you should see the new game. Actually, I mean, the game itself, like the playing of the game, is is fine. It's like classic Need for Speed. It's kind of cool. Like you're in a world, well, like a little map thing. It's cool. You can drive around. But oh my god, they have these video cutscenes that make me want to throw up. They're trying to be oh. <laughs> so cool, and they're trying to rip off Fast and Furious, uh, which I don't really like anyway, but this is like the worst actors in the universe trying to be hip and cool and down with the kids, and it is fucking awkward. And it's not. Oh, my God. 
It is, I, honestly, anyone listening, go watch a video of some of the cutscenes, and you'll either wet yourself or you'll cry. Like, it is, it is, it is sad. But, very quick addition to the AI access thing as well, Dungeon Keeper and Dungeon Keeper 2 are on there. Absolute fucking classic. Yes, I, yeah. I actually signed up for an Origin account just to play Dungeon Keeper 2 because it's, it's free. So it's all right. have an Origin account. I, I picked it up on <laughs> GOG.com a while back, both of them, because I still love the Dungeon Keeper games. And I'm still Dungeon Keeper's amazing. Up. That's, that's something that needs to come back because that's it amazing. Did. You see, this is one That's of the reasons good why it I is. still fucking hate EA because yeah. now we're only just on PC. Some of the, you know, there's indie developers that are coming up with alternatives to uh, Bullfrog's original engine, and you know, there's nothing nice. wrong with Dungeon Keeper 2. That was the work of fucking genius right there. It's just epic that game. But we we haven't seen. I mean, this this there are other, you know, there are indie. Uh, titles out there, and I'm kicking my ass because there are things like Dungeons. Uh, oh Christ, I've got a few of them in fact on Steam because I just love that kind of engine, just building your own dungeon, yeah. putting yeah, traps in there, making cool. shit go down. That is brilliant. Uh, evil Genius, the one where you're actually playing an evil genius and you have to keep all the uh, Bond-like super um, super spies Here. at bay, which was another absolutely cracking game. But it it's. Uh, base management games can be just a lot of fun, but the darnest thing is they, they basically had to hold the phone on it because no. at, at one point EA basically said, well, we're not ma making any more of those because clearly everybody just wants to play first-person shooters. Wrong again, bitches! Um, I mean, I will kind say... Of, I mean, I will just add, you know, I mean, I, I would say actually the EA Access thing does look quite good, to be fair, if you want to play some older games and also you get stuff like Battlefield, Battlefront even and a load of Battlefield games like there's a lot of content there to kind of and if you haven't played Dragon Age games or the Mass Effect games I mean holy shit that's a lot of hours of gameplay if you're, you've never played those and they're great games. Oh yeah if you want to retro the shit out of it that sounds brilliant yeah. but then again if you've yeah. played if you've been if you've already played Star Wars Battlefront 2 or the, uh, no, the last the new one, one that we won't really talk one. about at all. But like, there's well, any of the original Battlefront series, they were fantastic when you could get 64 players on the same server blowing the seven shades of shit out of each other for a few hours. It could be great, but I don't know anybody that's going to go back that way anymore. They're waiting for the next thing where, you know, you can actually watch as Luke Skywalker is simply stomped into the ground by an AT-AT. I mean, I'm very much, like, if I didn't have all the Dragon Age games and Mass Effect games, I'd be using that, like, a lot, but, um, yeah, and, and a nice mention as well to GOG as well, GOG is a, GOG.com is a fucking wonderful site. Like, especially for... Oh, GOG.com GOG is another platform not entirely dissimilar to Steam where you can buy a selection of both new and recent... Uh, new and retro games. They have loads they, of stuff. They've like, got a lot of nice titles in you, there. You might miss playing from 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, G-O-G, as in Golf Oscar Golf dot com. And they've got some cracking titles on there. When, when I found uh, Dungeon Keeper 2 on that, I signed up immediately, bought a copy, and I've never regretted it since. 
because it's designed to work on the likes of Windows well, 10. That's a game not. that's out soon. What? Tides Windows of 10? Numenera. Oh, we should probably talk of that, actually, because I have played the early access. Because that's out on February 2017. Yeah, Ooh. we probably should. Torment. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can speak a little bit on that. I haven't played the early access for a, about a year. Um... Because it doesn't have all the story con, it didn't have all the story content in, and it, they, I didn't want to ruin it. But but the full version's out this month, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're right. Twenty eighth, couple of weeks. Is it twenty eighth? I think it's twenty eighth, but it's, it's out in in February. Um, yeah. What is it? Is it a role playing game? Um... Oh, fair. it's the successor to um... Torment. No, Planescape Torment. Planescape Torment, yeah. No, uh, you know I hate to say this, but I never got round to getting into. Uh, I never got round to even trying them. Ah, well, they were. For... They, they were made in the Baldur's Gate engine. Oh no, I know which ones those are. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right, Yes, there's a reason why I'm so fucking annoyed with myself for not doing that because I burned those games like crazy. I loved yeah. them. Yeah, this will be awesome. I mean, I um, played a bit of this, and it is... It, I mean, it was a while ago, and I kind of just wait for it to be released, but it was really fun. It's really odd, because you start... Basically, the premise of the story is there's this guy who's kind of... He's become known as, I think, the Changing God. And he was this guy who kind of meddled with a few things and found out a way to kind of live forever by... I think he created bodies, and he, he moved into them. And then, you know, his old vessels were left. And the idea is, is the old vessels end up gaining their own consciousness. So you are the most recent vessel he's thrown away. And you start off as this new consciousness and you're falling and you kind of land in this place. And, you know, you start from there. But um, the whole story revolves around this idea that you're kind of th th this cast off, basically. And there's this whole other god called the sorrow that is coming to get all his casts off and the changing god so the whole story is about about this and it's fucking weird as fuck and there's all these different i think worlds that's the idea of planescape is it well the original planescape was you kind of went to different worlds yeah yeah you could jump between worlds yeah it, it, it seems very interesting i mean i think it might a lot of people are excited about it actually so, I could yeah. get quite excited. It's about big it. news, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's good that you mentioned. Especially it. for anybody that was kind of into the D and D version of it in, in the original. Oh, and that actually leads me on to, to something else that is a bit of a weird one. Um, again, we didn't discuss bring this in, but I thought I might as well because I noticed it recently. Um, there was a MMO uh, game that that was kickstarted called the Repopulation. Um, it was much loved by the people that kind of played the early access on it. I loved it. It was kind of a return to form, kind of going, trying to build a game that was set in space and had a lot of mechanics from Star Wars Galaxies, which is one of my favorite games of all time as an MMO. It's wonderful. Uh -huh. um, unfortunately, a year ago, they closed it down and said they were going to try and remake it in the Unreal Engine. It all went a bit hazy. They said we're going to create another game called Fragmented and everyone got it free and it's kind of shit and it's a shooter or something and everyone was upset about it um, and they never said when they were going to reopen the servers with the new engine it turns out they'd had an argument with the publisher and whatever the, I think the publishers now got the rights to the game and they're reopening the servers this month I think so 
Ooh. That's one to look at, but again, it's fucking dodgy. Like, it, it's been in early access for a long time. The servers have been closed down for a year. Basically, a different company is going to be developing it. It's looking a bit rocky, but I would say it's an interesting one to, to look into if you miss Star Wars Galaxy. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I will move on from that because it's a bit random. Um, <laughs> random. So, I mean, games we're looking forward to. Rami and Dad have been playing a game. Tell us about it. Yeah, we were lucky enough to get access to the Wildlands closed beta and uh, got to play around on that for a bit. Yeah, that is the new Ghost Recon game. I don't see why not. We got to play it. And the open betas actually open soon. Uh, and yeah, if you've uh, got chance to check out the o open beta, I recommend you do because it's a really good laugh. Um, it's I'm sure all about the sneaking and the being really tactical and stuff, um, but that doesn't gel with my playstyle, so I did none of that. <laughs> which which is even more fun when you're you're playing with a couple of guys in your group who are all about that. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant fun. So, oh dear. <laughs> Every time, or, or just grabbing a car and everyone snuck up on like this big enemy installation and I just drive right through the middle mowing people down in the <laughs> oh absolutely epic see I heard it they've, they've, they've spent like 10 minutes crawling up into these perfect sniping positions and then I just Leroy Jenkins the whole thing awesome. <laughs> well, I heard it actually played a lot like Just Cause hmm <laughs> to literally fly it up into the rotors and <laughs> crash the whole helicopter. It's amazing. Oh, wonderful. Oh, and then you can jump out of the helicopter and skydive down and then parachute once you've opened up that skill. It's, oh, that's the sick. world is absolutely massive and there is just so much to do. Oh, dear. And you can oh, tackle potential. it any way you like. Oh my I know. God. I, Steph, you'd have been proud. I trolled the fuck out of them. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love the idea that you can send a drone into that, the rotaries. Oh my god. Yeah, that's absolutely epic. Oh, that's, oh god, you could upset so many people. I know, oh I know. It, it's, it takes no effort either. Oh my god, it's Excellent. They're really difficult. And what you could do is you could fly it into it and then start flaming the guy flying, like blaming him and saying that he's a shit bag. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, you can't fly your reptile yeah. mission. Oh my god, you ruined it. <laughs> Does it have voice chat as well? Yeah, I think it will. 
Yeah. Oh, that would be wonderful. You... And there is random matchmaking. <laughs> For no reason. Because gravity, bitches. It's... Oh, does this work every time? <laughs> yes, it does. Brilliant. Also, you can make sure that they, like, you can try and do it so that, like, subtly, so that they don't realise what you're doing. Yeah. And then... Oh, that's... Job so done. And, and... Everyone's going down. <laughs> oh, you could just I keep do doing it. You could keep doing it, and they wouldn't realise. Yeah. And, oh, that would be. And no one would know. You can just Pro flame the there. shit out of them as well. Oh, damn. damn. Actually, to be fair, I shouldn't be advocating this kind of behaviour. Don't do this. At Why, all. Why not? They're gonna do it anyway. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the players. It was a lot of fun. Just this massive open world where you can go ahead and do whatever you fancy and approach these missions in any way and the whole idea is you take down the big drug cartel and how you do that entirely up to you because it involves sending helicopters to the ground with your team in it and jumping out and doing it yeah, on your own definitely <laughs> so could could you apply that kind of thing here we go for the segue to games like for honor ah very good well um for honor's just Difficult, difficult, lemon, difficult, frankly. There's been a, um, a better yeah. week, right? yeah. This week. It, it's really... it. It's easy enough to pick up and play badly at. Um, but to actually master it, I think you'd have to put in some fair time and, and learn the controls and, so what is it, and all sorts. What is it is a fighting game. Uh, it's mainly based around PvP. I think there is... Uh, a solo campaign that will go with it. Um, yeah, but the reason to play that will be to get your skills up ready for doing what the main game's about, which is all this massive battle. There's three different factions. When you start the game, you pick one of the factions, then all your successes and wins and points in the game can go towards your faction and you can allocate your resources towards the fight and uh, it's done in seasons and rounds and lots of different things and your battles affect how the game map changes and the kind of heraldry you'll see on the maps you're fighting over that kind of thing is it a bit like Planetside? You... is it an open world? Uh, no, no it's Match all it. like arena matches so there's different different game modes there's either dueling one-on-one -on -one, dueling 2v2 elimination mode 4v4 or dominion where you've got free capture points and first to a thousand points then has to kill the other team before they drag themselves back into the game uh, because once you've got a thousand points they're breaking effectively if you kill them all while they're breaking You've won. And if you don't? Um, get... uh, then they can get back into the game, get revived again, and come back and maybe beat you. Yeah. Which did happen, because it's really difficult. The In the, the maps I was playing, there was like two capture points, A and C, 
which are like up and out of the way and then there's a third capture point which is the front where you've got loads of basically little grunts that are just continually fighting and continually running to this front line and if you go and kill a bunch of them it pushes the front to their side and effectively gives you control of that point hmm. and all the while you're fighting them but it's all based on what stance you're in so you've got to move the right control stick either left right or up as to whether you're going to guard up left or right and then where you're guarding is where you do your attacks you can do light and heavy there's guard breaks there's parrying so easy enough to pick up probably take a while to master but it's just fucking hard <laughs> okay <laughs> really difficult but yeah a potential good laugh and I can see where they would do it as an eSport this is, and I like it's Vikings, Samurai, and Knights, isn't it? Like European. Knights. Yes, that's right. That's the three and different literally, factions. That is the three different factions, and whichever faction you choose in the war, you can still play all of the different characters. You see, I think they've missed a trick with that one. You could have had one faction that was zombies, one faction that were ninjas, one faction that was uh, pirates, and one faction, an extra faction. That were robots. I think that should have been the game right there. <laughs> Pirates, ninjas, and robots. And zombies. And zombies. Yeah, all, oh, yeah. all four head to head. Let's get that game out there because I think that is a much more important question than which one. Well, we I think they're going to keep releasing like new classes and new. Potentially, they'll join the existing factions, or you may see new factions coming in but I, I really like the idea of the persistent world and how people play the game for their faction it'll change the map and as I say every season that'll get reset and so on and no, it could be interesting I kind of I didn't follow this very much I just kind of assumed that it was kind of just a load of bollocks really I know that sounds awful, mm -hmm. but um, because we tend to look through a lot of games, to be honest, at the moment, there's a lot, at least for me personally, March coming out that's really big, there's a lot. There's a lot more. Yeah, there's so much came out in February, like, I am literally so overwhelmed with, like, interesting games at the moment. Like, it's, there's so much stuff I want to play and want to try that, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've ignored it, really. I just... Like, I, I really like the idea of it. But I just couldn't master the control scheme. Well, you're going to just have to play a lot, aren't you? I suppose it's like yeah, like and I, I I haven't had the time to put in to really get any kind of skill at it. So even the bots I found challenging. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, you know, I think the sad thing is with a lot of these games was that there were always going to be people that are just naturally talented at computer games. I mean, I. I yeah. know people like in league who who have been in master tier like best in the, like the top 400 players in Europe, and they're just fucking gods. Like they literally are just incredibly good at computer games. They've just got the knack. Yeah, and you, yeah. you cannot really, you know, I mean, you can you can push your way up to a certain level, and you know, but most people are never going to be pro. Like, it's... like 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
now, no. Yeah, yeah you know, that's the... Speaking of games that on paper look like bollocks, but now that the second trailer's out, I actually went, wait, huh, all right, there's a story involved, was Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm so pleased you said that. I know, I'm kind of surprised I actually said it out loud in front of you. I, I, so because... Yeah. I, because th this is the thing, I've, I've been kind of pushing for us to talk a little bit about this, because... The thing is, is like, Mass Effect is a big game, like, it's a big release, but for, for various reasons, a lot of people have recently got, you know, not just the guys here, but like, in general, the general public, like, we're pre pretty salty after Mass Effect 3, for probably good reasons, I mean, I haven't, like, ever completely completed it, and they've added an extending cut for the ending to make it better and all sorts of stuff, but people were pretty they upset needed one. Yeah, well, yeah, apparently there wasn't really an ending, or it didn't make any sense. Oh, yes, there was. It was just a shit one. Right. It's still a shit ending. Mass Effect 3 was shit. Mass Effect 2 was basically just the dirty dozen in space. But Mass Effect 3 was like, listen, we, we, we've, locked, we've run out of writers, we've completely fucked ourselves, let's quickly just tie this up. Can we find a 12-year-old that can finish off the story? Yes, we've got one, no, but we'll put a dark I, ending and kill the main I, character. I don't, at least the story, I played most of the story for Mass Effect 3, and I, I, I quite enjoyed it, I thought it was okay. Um, yeah, you didn't get to the ending, did you? I didn't, no. Yeah, that's why you still kind of don't mind it. Trust well, me, get to the end, is and then that we'll talk. Okay, well, let's fucking trash. Let's 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 move <laughs> on to 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 why what, to Mass what, Effect Andromeda. Yeah, yes. what, what Which, did you like about the trailer? What what kind of perked your interest? You know, the story. There Excellent. is a story. There is yeah, something that heard. smacks of an actual story that was written by an adult with a brain cell that could be rubbed together with another one. As opposed to something that just looked absolute hogwash. This one looks like a story with mystery, exploration. There's something going on that actually reminds me of the original Mass Effect, where you had a where you had a galaxy that opened up and looked like it needed to be that you needed to go places and find stuff and 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 acquire goodies and tags and all the rest of that jazz. I mean, that is the basis but, of the game, because you are essentially, you're not a uh, shepherd, you are, your basic role is you are an explorer in a new galaxy. That's that's the concept, and it's going to be... A yeah, you, you are part of the, I think it was the Pathfinders. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this and, is our to I... get out there. And you can play like the brother or the sister. Yeah. Is that right? And the other In one... that trailer, was he kissing his sister no, then? That's that's another character <laughs> called Cora, but I just but, just wanted to make sure that I'm gonna call out... my character Luke. I just wondered how Star Wars they were going with that. But the cool yeah. thing is, you can like it reminds me a little bit of Dragon Age Two. Don't kill me. Uh, but like the, the the general concept of the characters in that at the beginning, where you um, you can actually customize both the brother and sister, and then you choose one of them. And the father's in it as well. Uh, I think he's probably going to end up being a bad guy, but he, he, his face is also kind of a little bit determined by how you've customised the two characters. You can play either of them. I'm not sure, but I think maybe the other sibling will still be a character, maybe part of your party. So you're going to be able to develop a yeah. story with with them as well. You know, you kind of got your brother or sister there to kind of. Uh, are you going to be able to Star Wars it up though? Oh, yeah. Well, well, you do. Come on, that's what everyone wants to know. Probably 
I am still retaining my opinion, though, that Mass Effect as a storyline uh, after the first game just became utterly lazy science fiction. Though. I mean, that's fair enough. You know, I mean, I, I don't agree, but that's fair enough. Like, Of course you don't, because you don't really know. You, you're no, not really I taking really... into account that that far <laughs> into the future, we'd have better technology than wannabe Star Wars. Well, I mean, I really enjoyed Mass Effect <laughs> I, too. Like, I, I like the fact it took a darker tone. It went a bit of Shadows of... Not Shadows of... Um, Empire Strikes Back for me. I enjoyed it. Like, it got a bit darker. Um, but that's that's what just did? me. Uh, Mass Effect 2. <laughs> Dirty Dozen in Space. It's I've a never dark storyline. So you I, say I, that I like it. that's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you have a Yeah, you know what? Dark, doesn't, Dirty Dozen in Space actually would probably be fantastic. Technically, it was done by a, a, a film called um, Battle Beyond the Stars, which was superb. But ultimately, um, no, they, they just couldn't pull that one off. Well, what I will add, sort of moving on from like whether Mass Effect 2 is shit or not. It, it was. Which it, which it isn't. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm not going to carry on. In Ferg's opinion, it is, so I'm not going to start another argument about it. I think it's fair enough like, that he didn't like it. Um, the cool thing is because one of my biggest concerns with Mass Effect Andromeda was I played Dragon Age Inquisition, which I enjoyed, but a lot of it, it was very open world, and a lot of the quests and things you could do kind of felt like playing an MMO, which you never want in a single-player game. Like, all the shit in an MMO, yeah. that, no one likes playing that. Everyone fucking hates it. Like, there's, I can't believe there's many people that enjoy playing quests that say kill three rats, or go and, I don't know, go into these... Points what are you talking about? People play World of Warcraft all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you say that, but why Why has Blizzard basically, whenever they release an expansion, go, hey, here's, here, get a free boost up to level 100 bullshit. Like, no one enjoys that shit. Like, it's the worst part about the game and it puts people off. Like The grind. But, anyway, regardless of all that... There was an interview, or I think it was on Twitter, one of the guys on, on Mass Effect Andromeda said that they, they've heard a lot of criticism, you know, they've heard a lot of the criticism from Dragon Age Inquisition, so they, they want to, sounds like they want to move away from that type of thing. And they also said, very interestingly, that they've been looking at other games during the period of making this, especially The Witcher 3. And they, was, they were talking about side quests. Yeah. It sounds like they're trying, apparently, to take ideas from The Witcher 3 for side quests, which, to be honest, wow, that would be... I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of The Witcher 3, but the way they did their side quests was amazing. Like, it, I haven't spent enough time in Witcher 3, to be fair. But their side Neither have I. I. I need to spend more time with Witcher 3 because I think of what I've seen, like I like. But it is so big. Yeah, and you need so much time. Like, you, you need to... Uh, it, that's, that's my problem with that. I just don't have enough time. So. Really? Wow. I mean, that's I, cool. I need, to, I need to lose my job in order to get stuck in that far. Same. That's what she said! <laughs> but anyway, Actually, that's... Speaking of, yeah, speaking of games that look like they might be pushing the boat out or milking a dead goat... Zelda, Breath of the Wild. What do you mean milking a dead goat? Everyone oh, it totally Zelda. is. Come on, Zelda, please. Who is Zelda Zelda's anyway? Zelda's awesome. Who the, the fuck princess. is Zelda? The princess. 
She's oh, she's fucking been stolen again. No, she's How not, useless she's not is generally she? stolen. She's like a consummate kidnap victim. That's bollocks. She's not generally stolen. You're talking about Princess Princess Peach or Daisy or whoever. Are, are, are we sure about this? Because there's, there's Xander from the Drawn Together crowd. He was constantly having to save his girlfriend until he realised he was gay. Well, I mean, I understand you hate everything Nintendo, but... For most Not people everything Nintendo, like, just I... all of their franchises. Bad <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo as a franchise. No, but I mean, you, as much as you may dislike Zelda, Zelda is a big deal, like, to most people. It's like, awesome fun. And this release looks very, very interesting. Like, it's yeah, sure, well, because only it looks people well who, shiny. Yeah, anybody that actually happens to be playing like a Nintendo will think, oh yeah, that's gonna be shiny. But anybody else who's not got any intention of picking it up, we can just go like, yeah, it's Zelda, another game I won't be playing. Ha! Well, <laughs> Moving on. The thing is, I, I'm sure Dad will probably agree with me on this. I'm not sure, but probably. Like, how do you think, Dad, that the the fact that Zelda's being released where the Switch is, do you think that's massively going to increase sales? Like, do you think that's real a really good strategy? What's their biggest title, right? Really? Nintendo. Yeah. It's the biggest title for the launch. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, it's it is a big deal. I I honestly. But it's think odd. I have no doubt that uh, on its own, Zelda will probably boost the sales of the Switch no end because yeah. people have been waiting for another chance to play some pointy-eared green f garb pansy yet again. Seriously, could they make him? Make, can they make Link look a little bit better? Because he still looks like a complete chump. But that's the point. He is the chump, generally. Yeah. You you always start off as chump version of Link, where he's like just some nobody in some little village miles from anywhere. And he's like, what do you mean I'm the hero of the ages and I've now got to go save everyone? You see, and then it cracks reason. on. I, you see, there's another reason why I can't get back into a game like that, because you've got... Here's a guy who is effectively... If you were in a real role-playing game with actual experience points, by this point, you must be sick to death of being zeroed out every single time. I'm Link! I managed to conquer the evil wizard! I've saved the princess! I've taken over this world! And beep! Oh, fuck, I'm back to level no, one. It's not the it same just link. keeps happening. It's not, it's the, not the same, same link. link. That's the point. But actually, having said that, this Link... Is Link. It, this Link is apparently a Link that's been asleep for a hundred years, who's, like, being re... like, re... kind of... Uh, he's been in cryostasis or something crazy like that. Oh, so of course he'll have amnesia and forgotten all his skills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know... But, but, but that is a bit... But weird. that's how it works. But, I mean... Let's stop focusing on the negative on, on this, because actually, to be honest, this has got a lot of hype. People are excited about it. It's, it's yeah. a proper open-world Zelda game. It looks absolutely stunning. It does look so shiny. Uh, they're all I can't open wait world. to play it. No, the original but Zeldas were no, they're not. No, no they, they weren't. weren't really. They okay, were, you're they right. Was... They were roguelikes. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> not they, even roguelikes. I mean, yes, they were. They, 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 they were zones no. that you went to. I mean, yeah, Ocarina of Time was, had aspects of being open world, but it was still, like, cut-off zones. It wasn't, like, seamless in the same way. 
Yeah, you just dealt with a zone at a time, yeah. went and did the temple, and then on to the next. It was very, oh, over here. I mean, for the time it was, it was a MOBA world, then. But... What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. You're just making up you're just, terms. You're just... I'm just trolling Zelda. I'm trolling Zelda because it sucks. Well, I mean, in your opinion, I mean, probably not a lot of other people's. Like, I mean, I, 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 I'm quite excited for this. I'm when it comes out. I'm very yeah, excited. When, when it comes out, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna head to Rami's. We're, we're gonna play it. Um, yeah. We're gonna, gonna session yeah, it. Yeah, and we'll come session back and it. let you all know about it. But it's. It, you... Yeah. It's Sorry, that just sounded like not session, but section it. Oh. No. It's going to be awesome. Elf. The tiny elf man. God damn it. Moving Seriously, on. why don't they just make him a dwarf and make him cool? Dwarfs are not cool. Dwarfs are Oi! cool. Wow! <laughs> you are going down. I am so... Oh, I'll get you into D&D. You play an elf, I why? swear I'm going to set your ears on fire. So <laughs> Who's your favourite? Well Dopey? I'm well Sleepy. Elf. Fuck. elf is my shit. <laughs> Elves are amazing. Oh my god. Oh, you're getting trolled oh, now. Do you know what? Do you know what as well? That reminds me, the only I've only played D&D once, and we play, I played it online with some friends, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be unique and different. I'm playing a drow elf, right? Holy fuck! <laughs> Talk about making your life a misery. I started playing a drow elf, and literally my whole team the whole time was like, Treating me like an absolute dick because drows are meant to be evil. Well, you are because you're a the, drow elf. Because the drow are dicks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're I, just I, I was role playing a good No one drow. likes those guys. Speaking of which, D and D, like that, it's kind of a bit dodgy that their only black kind of character is evil. Like it's kind of racist that. We, we are kind of about to enter a very dodgy territory, but I can't actually That's disagree sad. with you because they made black orcs, uh, black elves, you know, dark elves. Yeah, yeah, anything with dark yeah. or black in the title tended to be pretty fucking dangerously you know, wrong. And dodgy. keep in mind that the last you know, <laughs> and Dragons movie with the likes of, um, you know, all, all the other character that... that, that Oh, I can't even remember who they had. Richard O'Brien and Jeremy Irons in it. And the sad truth was that the de that the black sidekick gets murdered again for no apparent reason other than to spur the hero, the good white boy hero, into actually doing something about the lame plot that was going on. Seriously, Jeremy Irons must have been going. Well, what was I haven't got into TV yet, and I need to eat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gotta it's, get the kids through college. I, I think it, I th uh, yeah, it is pretty dodgy. But anyway, I think Richard O'Brien sobered up for a couple of weeks for that one. <laughs> no, but yeah, otherwise let, let's move on from that one. It gets a little bit contentious. Yes, TSR, we're talking about you. Or is it Wizards of the Coast? I can't remember now. Um, yeah. Wizards of the Coast. It's Wizards oh, now, isn't it? This is, this is back to Wizards, good. Because at least then. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not good. <laughs> right, reviews. Watch Dogs 2. Someone has played this. Who has played this? Excellent. What was Whoa. it like? I've been bitching and moaning about how it's going to be shit. What, so. What's it like? What's it like? What's it like? Cool. Does it have Akin in it? 
Can you use them to crash helicopters? Uh, I haven't tried to crash helicopters with them yet. Yeah, they're no good then. What's the story like? Faceless corporations gathering information. Your character basically gets recruited by a bunch of hackers trying to take down this corporation and expose them. Is it a good story? Well, yeah, why why get involved? It's entertaining. Some of the characters are a bit... They're a bit too cool for school. Or... It's... I don't know. They're hip to trip. I suppose my question is... I suppose my question really oh, is cool. like, uh, is this story kind of, kind of just a bit average, but the gameplay is really good? Is that, is that what you would say, in terms of where you're up to, or would you say it's quite story, story driven, and it's it's quite a good story? Like what I, I the, the, this is just from a personal. What's the selling I'm, point? I'm interested to see what you're enjoying most out of it, out of those two. They're not some of the uh, the hacking into networks. It's not as simple as just well up to a point and press a button. Right. You have to switch between cameras and work out where the, the connection should be made. Mm. So there's a, a a little bit more thinking to it, yeah. as opposed to just a selection of quick time events. <laughs> as opposed to just a selection of quick time events. Yeah, that that'll help because <laughs> that's what the last game actually kind of just felt like, mechanically speaking. Well, I'd 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 be interested to like revisit this actually at some point. Wait, you know, and and you can you you can let me know about the story because that's that the, the thing is I'm a sort yeah. of story gamer and that's 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 probably my issue with that probably will be my issue with Watch Watch Dogs too. But it it sounds quite interesting gameplay wise. Actually, uh, speaking of puzzlers, I haven't actually put it down on our review notes, but it's one that I did actually get the chance to play because I thought it would be a bit of a laugh. Uh, Papers, Please. Uh, yeah, it's been a little bit of an indie hit, and I've finally gotten round to, to, to pulling it down and, and sitting down and playing, for, playing it for a wee bit. And I actually really enjoyed it. It's a dark dystopian story set in a sort of Cold War era where you play a small sort of uh, a, a, a small country uh, you play a person who has just won the October um, job vacancy lottery you you found yourself with a flat with your wife your son and possibly your grandparent and you have to make sure that you've got food and heat and medicine you know just in case somebody gets sick in your family but in order to get these kind of things you need to earn money at your job your job being manning an outpost um at the border control and your job at the border control is to 
allow people into your outpost, open the shutters, uh, check their passports, check any tickets, and such as, as your game progresses, you find yourself having to look to see if there are any other people entering the country that shouldn't technically be there. Or making sure you don't turn away somebody who actually does have the right to come into uh, as our store Kovia or something, I can't remember what it was called, but it, it sounded it sort of sounded vaguely Soviet. But um, uh, yes, the it's a bizarre sort of retro pixelated looking game. But as you're actually progressing through it, becomes more challenging as you're having to check your rule book. It doesn't hurt to actually have a bit of a memory about what symbols go with which countries and whether or not they've actually created a forged document and put the wrong age on it. And, yes, yeah, so somebody who looks particularly so, old on the screen, but they actually have a passport that suggests they're only, like, 20-something. And you go, like, you look far too young. Yeah, you look far too old to be that age. So, explain. And if... Yeah, like a job simulator. It is a job simulator. It's totally a job simulator, so, but it's, so a, it sounds, it's a very It sounds dark... like it's right up Steph Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's almost as good you as can, Football like... Manager. Oh, yeah. You love that. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> Stick it in your craw and I, smoke I'll, it. I'll be honest, I have actually... Um, when, when I got a bit of downtime and like I'm chatting to people on Skype or TeamSpeak, I have actually been playing a bit of uh, Euro Truck Simulator. Too. It's actually quite fun. Oh, good. How how goes the Empire? Have you? Well, um... I'm still sort of trying to save up for my first truck. It's taken me quite a lot of time, uh, but I'm saving up <laughs> for the best truck. Uh, oh right, okay. Pretty cool as fuck. It's going to be orange. Um, uh huh. And then... that still makes it cool as fuck. Wow. Orange is the best colour in the universe. I'll have you know. It's bright and smiley and makes you feel good. And it's the only colour that's also named after a fruit. Exactly. Yeah, God. What it's... What about a blue? Are you telling me that's not kind of fruit? Oh, blueberry, maybe, but, you know, it's... Or black, blackberry, or, I don't know. Black's Red, No, orange. just a blue. A blue? Yeah. Sounds like a black eye. Oh, wait a minute, blue eye. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> what about truck eye? No, wait a minute, that's oh. pop eye. Right, let's, <laughs> let's move on from this odd... Yeah, strange... have you reviewed anything then, Steph? Uh, well, I haven't really reviewed anything, but I played a couple of games uh, that we're talking about... Uh, Isn't that what? the same thing? What would it... no, no, well, no. You... I haven't necessarily reviewed it. Have you played enough of them to review them? Uh, <laughs> well, I'll start off with Yakuza 0. Uh, I've probably played about six or seven hours of this. Uh, that should do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Uh, really enjoyed it. It's like a lot of the old Yakuza games. You kind of, you're basically the, the the Japanese mafia, and you start out as part, you know, kind of an underling, and kind of shit goes down very kind of over-the-top crazy and I, I'm enjoying it actually I'm enjoying it a lot I, I wish I had more time to play it but I might do this week because I have time off um, really fun like the combat's kind of fun 
it's kind of a it is basically a PlayStation 3 game that's kind of been ported over to PlayStation 4 for a Western audience. But it's it's a lot of fun. Like the combat is great and the it is a bit silly, but it's also a bit serious and it's it's fun. It's 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 a lot of fun as a game. Yeah. But what everyone wants to know is how how well is your uh, hostess business going? I haven't got round to that yet. <gasps> I haven't got to that no. point. Well, you're clearly missing a trick there, mate. <laughs> I'm I'm interested to see those little mechanics. Like I I mean I have done some of the uh, what was it the karaoke stuff, which was funny as fuck. Because uh, the guy can't karaoke. Sing. Oh, it's great. Are you a karaoke legend now then? Well, I'm not very good. Kind of karaoke so. hazard. Yeah. I'm good in real life, but not in a game. Um, Have you played any of the um, retro arcade games? I did. I can't remember which one it was. I played it, and my girlfriend was over. Space she, Harrier? She seemed, she seemed more interested in the retro games than the actual game itself. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, what does she know? Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But retro games she, are yeah, cool. No, she, I mean, she's more into that kind of more... Arcadey stuff like she loves uh, fighter games like uh, Dead or Alive and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's Yakuza. I, I, I don't know. I I need to play it more to give more info on it. But the story is really she, like it, it's are, an important question we need to raise in that case. Can she beat the piss out of you at those games? Uh, she well, yeah, she's not Admit actually it. that bad at them. To be fair, she has. Beat me up a few times in there. Uh, admit it. She pones you, doesn't she? <laughs> Do, does she give you a good kicking? Oh yeah. Get in. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> right. I just like the the idea of a woman just beating, beating hard. No, just. Beating a guy like that hard, no one <laughs> sounds like and yeah, you know what that sounds like. But yeah, you know what that just sounded like. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what that sounds like. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right, have you played anything else? I have. Other than I am yourself moving on there. very swiftly from folks' <laughs> rather concerning fantasies. Uh... <laughs> oh my. Tales of Berseria. Uh, everything I expected. It's a Japanese RPG with kind of fun combat. Very, very story focused. A bit silly because it's very anime. Is this the one where they're more bad guys this time rather than little yeah, bitty two-shoes? Yeah, that's a really cool thing. You kind of... Well, it depends what you define as a bad guy, I suppose. But, like, the main characters... There's these things called demons, and basically she's looked after by a guy called an exorcist, and the exorcist can kill the demons, all this kind of stuff. And she's in a village, and her sister's died, and some bad things have happened. And then she 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 kind of gets um he the this guy sacrifices her brother, um and basically throws us to the walls, um to basically be able to sort of save the world. So he does this, and she's like thrown into a pit for three years. And she was a lovely, kind of cute, kind of girl who's, you know, she's she, she's <coughs> lovely. And then she's thrown in this pit for three years, and she's been turned into a demon, and she's fucking angry. 
Um, yeah, and good. It's a bit it of goes odd, down, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really odd game because you kind of start traveling the world, and he's changed the world for the good. Like things are much better generally, but I'm already starting to see the cracks in it. But um, because they're they're still demons out there, but they're kind of protecting cities of people and stuff. Uh, these exorcists. Um, but it's very interesting because you are kind of going into it where a lot of the NPCs and people are quite happy that they're safe and, and it's a better it's better. Uh, whereas you're kind of there like I'm gonna fucking kill the guy that saved the world because he's a cunt. He killed my little brother, and I ain't happy about it. I'm gonna fuck this shit up. Nice. Um, and it, it's interesting. So it's revenge. Yeah, it's very revenge based, and she's she kind of gets a bit of a motley crew, and they're all a bit. A bit broken. Area. Yeah, they're the you know they're a bit grey areas. Some of them are a bit silly, and you know it's it's it is very much a Japanese RPG, but it's a nice slant where you can't. I mean, I think it will turn out that the good guys aren't really that good, or they're it's a bit more questionable. But uh, it's an interesting, it's a very interesting kind of game. I mean, the premise that someone would kill his um, deceased wife's brother, little brother. No, 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 no. Basically, he was married to this woman, and this woman's brother and sister. You're, you're the sister of this woman, and there's also a little brother, and he kills the little brother to save the world, um, and his wife is already dead. I'm not explaining this very well. My God. Actually, there is, there is the overwhelming question then: How did killing this little brother save the world? Well. Well, be, because oh well, it it gave the the exorcist like more power to be able to like it it gave him the power. At, you know, I'm not exactly sure of all the details. We'll probably find out more, but I'm guessing maybe to give pe more people exorcist powers or you know some kind of thing. It gave him the power to to kill more demons. So something like that. But it's a Japanese RPG. Sometimes you you maybe shouldn't try and look for a realistic explanation for everything. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably a good definition. Yeah, but again, I mean, it's. it's but it's a it's, Japanese RPG, yeah, so it, I, I wouldn't expect it to appeal to you, Ferg. It's, it's made for a Japanese audience. I mean, name one. Yeah. Get fucking. Anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, until you come up with an answer, you can. Yeah. But we'll just put that out there. Yeah, and what you have and to we'll do is show. And we'll see how many weeks it takes you to come up with one. And we also want to see at least forty hours. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Okay. That that enriched my life. <laughs> no, but but you know, I mean, I think the thing is, I it, Tales is made for a Japanese audience. It's got fairly popular in the West. It's probably the new, or has been for the last few years, the new Final Fantasy in terms of the Western audience. It's probably the most well-known JRPG, which nowadays isn't <laughs> JRPG aren't very well known. But the Tales series is is it does the same thing every game basically. It's got a lot of anime tropes. It is 
It's it's for people that like the familiar familiarity of kind of a JRPG with all that comes along with it. It's it's yeah, it's for a certain type of audience. It's not breaking the mold. I mean, it's trying to a little bit, and it's kind of cool the new spin on it. But yeah, I mean, it 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 is a JRPG. Very and it is a Tales game, so it is very much a Tales yeah. of game. Like it's 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 what you would expect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's. And if you liked them, it's a good version. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've I've enjoying it more than the last one that came out. Um, I'm a bit more invested in the characters, and I I'm more intrigued by the story. I mean, the last one was, I played it. I don't know, maybe six hours, and I got got bored of it. And there's there's some tales games that I love. I I'll go back and play them happily. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. But anyway, let's let's move on. Uh. Coming this month on Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus. So I'm going to run through the PlayStation ones fairly quickly. Um, yeah. I haven't really played any of them. Um, there's this Little Big Planet three, which is free, which I think is most probably a lot of fun. I think I. That's pretty good. Yeah, I I played the first one years ago. It, it's kind of it, it's fun. It's it's a game that if I had kids, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know, this will be fun to play. Uh, with them or you know whatever it's it's kind of yeah or, let or, out their know, creative side yeah it's more of a casual game um what's the other one uh oh god I don't have any much information on these um not a hero what is uh, well, it sounds like it would be. No, you're thinking of No More Heroes, the weird Japanese game. That was off its head. Um, oh, God. The, the awful thing about... Uh, it's some kind of pixel thing. Star Wall is all very neon. Yeah, space narwhals fighting with their noses. Okay, I'll, I'll, or, I'll give you a quick rundown. I watched rundown. the trailer for this. I'll, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown on them all here because I think this will be a bit easier. Um, even if I am going to okay. get absolutely face raped by pop-ups on my screen. Um, not a hero is. Uh, it's kind of known for. I don't know it's it's interesting game story apparently, uh, and it's about oh. a professional assassin named Steve. Oh God, there's music coming out of my computer. I think, I think we've got enough meat. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's anyway. Space, Star Wars. Space Narwhals. Space Narwhals jousting with uh, their noises. Star Wars a PS3. Oh my god, I'm going to kill someone right now. Stop it. Why do I not have Adblock? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> right, anyway. Star Wars, PS3 and PS4 games. So you can get it on either. Uh, it's known for its multiplayer mode, apparently. Four players can engage in space battle. Um, you joust with yeah. space narwhals, basically. And it also offers up to 32 single-player challenges and four game modes. It, it sounds like, oh, for example, a space warrior wrapped in a burrito is one of the costumes you can pick up. Okay. Oh, it sounds like yeah. what Ferg might look like sometime this week. Yep, that's right. 
Yeah. He may well be dressing well, up I as a. Ninja Senki DX. So that is a platformer game, uh, free for PS Vita and PS. With ninjas. Yeah, with ninjas, you could get this actually on your Vita. Um, oh, I I could. So. Should I? I don't really know. It features a character called Hayate, has shurikens, and is on a revengeful mission, apparently. Uh, oh, lovely. Yeah, it, uh, it needs to pass through evil ninjas and Japanese mythological creatures. So, it could be Ooh. a fun, like, chill um, game. It might be alright. Torkoal? Torkoal, yeah, Torkoal, or whatever it's called. Two-dimensional puzzle action platformer game. Where players need to go through high walls, and there's magma and other obstacles. Wow, gripped. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of them just seem fairly... Anna, extended edition. Oh, fuck, I'd miss that. I'd... Anna, I actually saw Anna when it was first... Uh, uh, I think it was originally dropped onto Xbox 360. It's on uh, Steam as well. So what is it? Yeah, I'll be honest, the, the reviews are mixed on Steam, uh, and it came out four years ago, so uh, that's not a good sign, but it's a psychological terror kind of tale. Uh, yeah. Reacts to your actions and changes locations. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's set in a abandoned sawmill nestled high in the Italian mountains. Um, you, you solve clues and puzzles and you have to yeah. take care of your mental health, apparently. Uh, oh, it's a, a creepy puzzle I'm up. Sounds like. Um, yeah. It might be interesting if you're bored. It's not going to be Siren Hill. No. No. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's PlayStation. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this. Uh, the four games this month are Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which I'll come back to. Yeah, yeah. Project Cars. That's a great game. About cars. No, that's a really good game, actually, I'll be honest. If you like cars, I no, guess. It's a, it's a racing game. It's, it's a racing game. It's really good. Like, you, it, it looks mm. wonderful, and you, you can start off, like, in a really kind of, like... I don't know, like the, the the much lower down kind of types of race races, and you can move up to like oh, right. Formula One. Well, when, and then you can unlock more cars. Yeah, and it has like drive. it has like a year long Fast. league kind of thing of for, for all the oh. different things, and you kind of you'll get emails from for, from your like your I don't know company or whatever, and you you it has really cool little aspects to it that kind of make it. Like I would definitely recommend a bit more interesting. Yeah, I definitely recommend trying it. It's it's kind of I played it. A bit. Well, I've downloaded it. I just haven't bothered playing I'd it. I recommend if you like racing games, it's worth a try. Can you change things like the suspension? The yeah, I think yeah, you can. I think you can. I don't don't quote me on it, but I think it is. I think it is actually pretty good. I mean, I I did ha I play it a bit before my computer broke down, uh, but it kept restarting whenever I tried to play it, but it was it was quite fun, 
to be honest. And you kind of just have this nice level where you can do a league kind of, I don't know, I can't remember all the different types of car racing there is, but you can sort of start off with kind of really kind of, uh, kind of the low level kind of stuff and you eventually can get into a league where you do the Formula One. So it's quite, is it Formula One or something like that? Oh, well, well, maybe I'll spend five minutes not looking at that. Um, I'd, I'd then recommend you try it, Ferg, on PC potentially. Have, have a look at it. Yeah. Then there's the 360 backwards compatible games that you, you get on the X-Bone as well, which is Monkey Island 2. Woohoo! That'll be the remaster, right? Uh, I assume so. And uh, The Force Unleashed. Woohoo! Yeah. I like well, that My one. son loves playing The Force Unleashed, so he'll be pleased about that. I love the first but... one, the second one was Gash. I like the second one, it's if just... only for the dog in the coat. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That was epic. I, I, I mean, I did play it a bit. I really enjoyed the gameplay. I thought, you know, I thought it was good. It's my, not my kind of... My thing. one catch with The Force Unleashed was that there were an awful lot of quick time events. Yeah. And quick time events got yeah. very old when they they just got really old fast, especially when they started turning up in every single game, and it became a very boring mechanic. When you want to actually be watching the cutscene of all the cool fighting sequences, you were then actually having to you drift then your actually eyes to have the to take part. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to be doing those moves in the rest of the game, not just watching somebody else doing it as part of a quick time event. That was just kind of meh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I still enjoyed The Force Unleashed because it gave you a chance to really troll a living cack out of loads of stormtroopers. Like, lifting them up into the air with a force, attaching them to a, like, a giant fungal branch, and then just leaving them dangling there going, help me, help me, and then just kind of seeing if you could throw a piece of like, random debris up at them and try and at knock them. them off. Yeah, that was, yeah. That would be, oh, that was so much fun. It, it was good because you got to finally use a bunch of force powers to uh, a bunch of uh, abuse, so it was good. Yeah, it was a little bit more open with yeah. force powers, unlike some of the early games like Star Wars, yeah. um, Jedi Knight. And the Training Wheels. Academy, yeah. They, they was, those were fantastic games. I really enjoyed them, but Force Unleashed actually gave you a sense of you have the power of the Force and you could do it. Do you not, like, do, yeah. do you hope for a new Jedi Knight game? Because I really do. I am. I believe it's way overdue, but I think until we actually see what happens with the Star Wars franchise as far as the movies yeah. go, I think yeah. we're going to have to wait a little bit because I think a lot of the fans want to see a cohesive current storyline. Yeah. Well, we... watch this space then. I think the one that I think everybody was really looking forward to until he got canned was I think it was Star Wars 2121, was it? 13, 14, or something like that. It was, it was four numbers. I can't A bunch of numbers. It. Yeah, and instead of playing uh, the standard issue Jedi, like guy that becomes a Jedi, you actually start out as a as a bounty hunter, I think, just yeah. running around a space station that was blasting the poopy out of things. And that that looked good, but then it just all kind of caved in. So, yeah, I am kind of looking forward to another Star Wars game that isn't an EA robbery of the mind. I still hope Bioware do one, though, to be fair. But 
I want to go back to Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time because yeah. that's the, the real standout of uh, Xbox's offerings this uh, month, I reckon. Okay. It's wicked fun. Um, it's uh, a co-op game. The up to four players couch co-op, and the more players you can get playing it, the better it is for you, because you've got your uh, love ship to fly around the the galaxy, uh, dealing with all the anti-love that's seeped in, and destroying it, and saving bunnies. It it's wicked fun, but okay. <laughs> you have to control this like circular spaceship, and there's different consoles in different places in the ship so if you're on your own you've got to control all the consoles yourself so there's one for moving a thrust around the outside of the ship that then when you press the button you thrust off in that direction so then you've got guns at the top bottom and either side you've got like a, a shield as well that you can move around so the more people you have playing it effectively the easier the game becomes because then more people can concentrate on little stations and i played this with my two kids and we had an awesome time i'm coming around to yours to give that a bash yeah it is wicked fun co-op yeah i i think i think it's time that we have another another catch up and give that one some serious time yeah definitely get staff along as well we can have the three of us at least Oh, yeah. Ooh, if it does allow for, for live, a live player, that would be all four of us. Because I've got three controls. Um, yes. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> we'll have to check that out, but yeah, a lot of fun. It, it was and and lots to see and do. As well as a, like a couples game, wasn't it? Originally, that, that was the yeah, I could see how it, it would be a couple's game. You could certainly start playing it as a couple and uh, definitely end not being a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it is very much like that whole driving in a car situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, why did you fire the turret on the bottom? Rah, I was doing this. Yeah, what are you no. doing with those fucking shields? <laughs> Raw, why could you just do? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. definitely play it if you're uh, wanting to out yourself by Valentine's Day. Then get on uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Get in. <laughs> right. So that's about it for this week. Uh, we normally do like a sort of discussion section, but we've kind of talked a lot this time about all sorts of stuff. We actually thought it was a bit of a bit of a quiet couple of weeks, but it doesn't really appear to have been now that we've actually spoken about it. So... But then we went for a rant, so... Yeah, we have ranted. Yeah, but, you know, everyone loves a good You ranted. I didn't... Well, I never ranted. Yes, oh, yes, you did. Ranted. You ranted. We can play it back to you if you desperately need to know. Lies and slander. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's usually true with regards to both oh! and myself, but you, on the other hand, definitely <laughs> ran God damn it. Right, anyway, <laughs> we'll probably do that discussion next time. Uh, I won't tell you what it is now. We can all find out. It'll be exciting. Episodic Games. You bastard! No. Spoilers! <laughs> oh my god. It's alright, that's what editing's for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gareth. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, that is us. 
this week of the Wonky Gamer. Goodbye from me, Monsieur Le Steph. Goodbye from Mr. Fair. Later, Tater. Mr. Rame. Be excellent to each other. And Mr. Dead Reckoning.